It's Tuesday, July 3, 2018. Scrubbed. Scrubbed, yes, sir. Of the official which EPA happened. administrator's schedule. Absolutely, which happens quite a bit. Whistleblower says EPA Chief Scott Pruitt kept secret calendar to hide industry meetings. This is a really sad day for Minnesota. That's what this is. Minnesota regulators approve controversial new tar sands pipeline. Record overnight heat in Oman. Drought-fueled riots in Iran. Plus... And that's just the tip of this melting iceberg. Rhode Island becomes the first state to sue fossil fuel companies for knowingly contributing to climate change. All of those stories and more straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. I could stand here all day and cite many other PowerPoints on the damages that could be caused. Oh, please don't. This is your... Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, we're getting ready to stand down for the holiday, so I guess it's only right that we have, oh, just one or two more Scott Pruitt corruption stories before we go. Yep, the hits just keep on coming. An EPA whistleblower testifying to the House Oversight Committee says EPA Administrator Scott Pruitt directed his staff to scrub his official calendar to hide meetings and said they kept a secret schedule to hide controversial meetings and calls with industry representatives. That's according to Pruitt's former Deputy Chief of Staff, Kevin Shimaleski. Altering or deleting records could be a violation of records keeping laws. Pruitt is now under at least 15 active investigations for his questionable ethics practices, lavish spending, and retaliation against employees who questioned his actions. Yeah, but these latest charges are from just another liberal Obama. Wait, you said it was his former chief of staff? Deputy Chief of Staff. Uh oh. Meanwhile, a dangerous heat wave is sizzling much of the U.S. this week, but the city of Kuriat in the Arab nation of Oman has got it even worse. Kuriat broke the world record for the hottest overnight temperature in recorded history on Friday night with an overnight low. Of 109 degrees. That was the low. Yes, that is the lowest temperature in 24 hours, and the city remained at that extreme heat level for more than 48 hours. Mm. Climate scientists warn that average overnight temperatures around the world are trending higher, another sign of global warming. In southern Iran, the most severe drought in more than 30 years is exacerbating unrest in the already volatile Middle East. AP reports that Iranian security forces fired on demonstrators on Sunday who were protesting water scarcity. Residents of Karamshar in southern Iran near the border with Iraq are protesting salty and muddy water coming out of their taps and blame government mismanagement for lack of clean drinking water. Here in the U.S., the Minnesota Public Utility Commission has approved the controversial new Enbridge 3 tar sands pipeline against the recommendations of the State Department of Commerce and Administrative Law Judge and over the objections of Native American tribes who say it poses an unacceptable threat to their drinking water and wild food resources. The new pipeline will allow significant increases in tar sands crude oil transported from Canada across Minnesota to refineries in the U.S. Midwest. Winona LaDuke of the Indigenous Environmental Advocacy group Honor the Earth pledged that they will not give up the fight. Because someone has to stand for the water. Someone has to stand for future generations. We are not backing down. We are here, we will stand here because we have been here for 10,000 years. 
We're the home team, and we're not going anywhere. In California, the Trump U.S. Forest Service has reissued a permit to bottled water company Nestle to continue to pull millions of gallons of water a year out of the San Bernardino National Forest in Southern California. Nestle had previously been exposed for withdrawing water in the drought-prone region without a permit for decades. But the U.S. Forest Service has forgiven all that. Well, that's good, and now Nestle is going to pay their fair share for this water that they're drawing out of California, right? Not so much. The total annual cost for Nestle to withdraw 36 million gallons of water a year is just $524. $524 million. Nope. $1,000. Nope, just dollars. Wow. Finally, in a press conference on Monday, Rhode Island Attorney General Peter Kilmartin announced the state has filed suit against the oil industry, becoming the first state in the United States to sue the major oil companies to recover the costs of damages to Rhode Island's coastal communities and economy. The suit alleges that oil industry executives knew their products contributed to dangerous global warming, but chose to lie about it to their shareholders and the public. The suit seeks to help pay for the cost of catastrophic consequences for Rhode Island's communities like rising sea levels. We will prove that they negligently failed to warn the state of the damages created by their products, they harmed the environment, and they violated the state's Environmental Rights Act. Enough is enough. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyle. And this has been your Green News Report. <laughs>